The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hi, this is Greg. Look for my book, The Agile Brand, on Amazon or on my website at theagile.world. Welcome back to The Agile World. This is Greg Kilstrom. I've talked quite a bit about what makes a, a, an Agile brand agile, uh, what makes it successful. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about um, reaching audiences, and, and in this case, reaching different generations. As I mentioned before on, a, on an earlier episode, uh, I'm sure we've all seen many, many articles, podcasts, videos about how to reach millennials. Um, that particularly a few years ago was was all the rage of, of trying to make sense of it. As millennials have kind of matured and entered the workforce and and now are really part of the workforce and, and growing up, so to speak, um, some of their habits look a lot like their predecessors. Some of them are different. I think there's some, some differences um, in how they approach values-based organizations and all of that. But we're also now focusing on Gen Z, the next generation. Um, those, uh, according to you know every every source, has a slightly different date here. But um, you know those born after two thousand four generally uh, make up Gen Z. So you know as we've seen over the years, um, as generations are more and more accustomed to growing up with the internet, with computer access, but you know then the internet, then social media. Their habits have changed. Their shopping habits have changed. I mean, we see, you know, the change in retail behavior, um, how Amazon and online retailers are, are making up such a, um, a, a big force in the market, how physical retailers are often going out of business, particularly ones that are a little less focused. We've seen how, you know, shopping habits, um, as far as recommendations go, um, have, have changed a lot. Referrals, recommendations, word of mouth, all of those types of things have changed. And, you know, Gen Z is really the, um, they're the first generation that has completely grown up um, in, a, in a digital world. Uh, with, with the internet, they, they never knew a world without the internet. It's conceivable some um, millennials grew up in a, in a world before the, in, the internet was such a, a big thing. Jeremy Finch, um, in, a, in an article uh, in Fast Company, puts it this way. Gen Z has grown up in a world where their options are limitless, but their time is not. As such, Gen Z have adapted to quickly sorting through and assessing enormous amounts of information. Once something has demonstrated attention-worthiness, Gen Z can become intensely committed and focused. They've come of age with an internet that's allowed them to go deep on any topic of their choosing, and learn from like-minded fans. So, I mean, this says a, a few things that are, are kind of interesting. And and doing some other research on the topic, there's a there's kind of a cliche that says younger generations have really short attention spans. And I think for you know in, in a in a big way that's that's true. Um, they have short attention spans until they don't. So what I mean by that is. 
uh, as as that quote that I read earlier says, you know, they have access to limitless information. So they are not going to dive deep on every little thing that's put in front of them. But when they find something they're interested in, they're actually willing to spend time on it. So that means that, you know, every video doesn't have to be five seconds um, in order to capture their attention. But you need to be able to make a point, make it quickly, and then, you know, then give someone the opportunity to dive deeply into it. There's a few things that I go through in my book that I believe will help future... There's a few things that I go through in my book that will help brands be more successful with future generations. There's really four, four rules that I that I give here. The first thing is what I call the, the eight-second rule. So make it really quick and easy to uh, get your point across. It doesn't mean that you only have eight seconds to make a bigger point and, and get your entire message through, but try to make sure that you can get at least your, your initial point through in a short amount of time. Remember the importance of values. Both millennials and Gen Z, and I would, I would imagine future generations, place a great importance on values and, and want to support brands, want to work with brands that support their same values. Remember the importance of authenticity. As I've talked about several times already on this podcast, make sure that the words that you say, the stories that you tell ring true. And finally, remember the importance of giving, giving consumers a voice. There's so much opportunity, uh, you know, social media being the obvious thing here, but there's so much opportunity to allow consumers to actually contribute ideas, opinions, feedback. Make sure that you build your brand around that. And when you do, you'll be successful. The last thing that I wanted to talk about is uh, what's referred to as Generation C. Uh, so... There's, there's some alternate schools of thoughts on, on this whole idea of generational marketing. Uh, Google famously um, kind of coined the, the idea of life moment marketing where, you know, it's not so much about how old someone is. Um, it's about the, uh, you know, what they're going through at a certain point in life. So, for instance, someone buying a house, uh, a millennial buying a house, a Gen Xer like myself buying a house, a boomer buying a house, they're all going through some similar things. Now, the millennial might, um, if stereotypes are correct, might have more student loan debt. Um, you know, a, a Gen Xer might have less savings, um, you know, so on and so forth. But they're all going through similar things. They're trying to find a place for themselves and their family. That that conversation was, I think, I think a very interesting one that kind of took us outside of of this, this concept of generational marketing. Another concept is this idea of Generation C, which um, really as early as 2004, uh, there was an article in a, in, a, in a publication called Trend Watching that really defined this group, Generation C, which the C stands for connected. Um, so what it means is people that are um, part of this, you know, the, again, the, the, the internet, I think, you know, just kind of using that as a, as a blanket term, that's an easy way of, of talking about it. But this Generation C, not only are they connected to the internet, but they're also creators. They're people that aren't afraid to build on something, to take something. They want things that are customized to them, to use another C word, but um, they want things tailored to them. Um, they are heavy adopters of these digital technologies. And because they are, they really kind of get it. 
they could be a boomer, um, you know, they could be Gen X, they could be millennial, they could be Gen Z, but they're people that really embrace this idea of being connected, connected to one another, connected to the latest in technology, and connected to brands and and able to get what they want um, when they need it, how they need it, and, you know, in this in this really customized way. When we look at people outside of generations, it's pretty interesting because it allows us to focus more on the problems that they're that they're the, the problems and the challenges that they're undergoing. There's so many, you know, as a, another aspect of millennials and, and Gen Z as well is just how diverse they are, and so it becomes really hard. It was always kind of hard to pigeonhole a, a baby boomer or a Gen Xer into one specific type of person, but millennials, uh, you know, I'm sure you've read the statistics. Most diverse generation. Um, of their time, um, you know, Gen Z is, I'm sure, even more diverse. I don't have the latest statistics on that, but as we get more and more diverse, it becomes harder and harder to say, okay, if you were b- born between this year and that, um, you are a certain way. Instead, what is this person going through? How connected are they to the world? What is their what is their circle of of friends, of colleagues, of family doing? What is their situation? I think that's the new idea of generation. And I think it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over the coming years. In the next few episodes, I'm going to talk about how to create an agile brand. Thanks for listening. See you next week. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please rate the show on iTunes or contact me through my website at theagile.world. You can find my books, The Agile Brand and The Agile Web on Amazon and on my website at theagile.world.